Welcome to David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. You are about to get a glimpse behind the curtain of David's massively successful income acceleration principles as he shows you how to approach your business with innovative growth strategies that are grounded in accurate thinking and result in high-end sales. And here is the man himself, David Nagel. Hi, Tal Colorado. I'm not sure it's one question or it's two or three altogether. Struggling in the last two years to overcome something that stopped me from going big. I'm feeling every time, I think I fell on my face about five, six times in the last two years. Going out, feeling uncomfortable, and then sabotage myself. Last time, I realized I'm doing it, so I made a decision to move forward and not letting my uncomfortable to stand in my way. Did great for two months, started to have a lot of results, things started to shift, and then my body fell apart. I threw up my back, fixed that, got dizzy one morning, fixed that, got the flu, and over the time, I needed to postpone things because physically I couldn't keep up with the demands and what I set up, meetings and stuff. After that happened, I realized, okay, I'll take responsibility over that. I did it to myself. It feels like my subconscious threw a fist. Like if you're pushing regardless of what I think, I'll show you. I'll take you down. And I actually, it did in the end, took me down. And now it's looking back, realizing everything, and now how to take it again, raise myself again, and start moving forward all over again, and avoid that scenario. So you want to stop doing that, right? You want, you want to stop doing that? Is that what you're I want to stop me? sabotaging or let my body fall apart because I'm... Okay, so let's, so let's remove the word sabotage, right? Okay. Because the truth of the matter is that you're, you, what your subconscious mind is doing is employing a strategy that gives you what it is that you're looking for and has given you that in the past, right? It is very common, go ahead and have a seat, relax. It is very common when people start making massive changes towards success that they get physically ill. I mean, all kinds of physical manifestations. And it has one root, and here's what it is. You want somebody to save you. That's what it is every single time. Every single time. You want somebody to save you. You have to ask yourself, tomorrow when I talk a little bit about the terror barrier, I'll I'll go into this a little bit deeper, okay? But for right now, what you need to know is that your body, your subconscious mind will manifest the perfect way for you to stop moving forward. And it is rooted subconsciously in two things. Number one, what you're afraid of losing. Number two, how you soothed yourself in the past or what came to your rescue when things were gone crazy in the past. When you get sick, when you've gotten sick, you have to ask yourself, if this is a pattern for you, how did you get attention with it in your life earlier? What did it prevent you from doing? And who did you want to come to your rescue when you were sick? That's the only reason 
that we use sickness as a way of not having to do something. I need the microphone again. I have to say that in the past I um, recognized things about my parents and my husband. I let all of them go. They just don't fit in my life, so they're not in my life. So I realized a lot of things on the way to get here. But then I'm feeling like it's again the same thing again and again the last two years that I can. It's like that 2% that yeah. I'm heading. I did all the work and responsibility, everything, yeah. and now I'm just hitting the wall again and again, same point. Right, right. So the thing is, is that it, just because you become consciously aware of it doesn't mean that your subconscious strategy stops, right? So you, being that you're physically getting ill, you're going to have to work within the parameters of that and slowly stretch it until it stops so that you realize that nothing's going to happen to you because you're successful. Nothing is going to happen to you bad because you're successful. I feel that every time that I'm becoming successful and doing what I'm supposed to do and it feels right, it scares the hell out of me. I am afraid to shine. Why? I'm not sure I know. I, it just it feels good and horrifying at the same time. The only reason that why it would feel horrifying is that if somebody stopped you from shining in the past, in a horrific way. Oh, yeah, and I left all of them out of my life now. It doesn't matter that you left them. What matters is that the remnants of that are still in your subconscious mind. So your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between what is real and what is imagined. It only knows what it's been programmed, how it's been programmed to respond, right? So if you were beaten down by somebody because you shined as a little girl or tried to, and somebody took that away from you, then you're going to react that way next time. Yeah, that also can be connected to the fear of never being loved for who I am. Yes, So I'm afraid to be who I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you would find other ways to get attention, like being sick. Even if it didn't work 100%. If it worked better than the strategy of shining, then that's the one that your subconscious mind would go with works best to feel comfortable. Yes. Absolutely. Because it's all about getting to that place where you feel the most secure. Right? Even if it physically is making you ill. And putting myself out there feel worse than being sick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who else had a question over here? Let's do one more. Yes, ma'am. Hey, David. Along those same lines, so when you step out and make a decision that's life-changing... Rather than physically sick, does it attract external things to happen that will more or less, you'll be confronted with hurdles that you just need to push through? Oh, sure. You name it. Because it seems like stuff is coming out of the woodwork and it's just kind of holding true to that decision. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But that's just part of the process. That's all part of the process. It almost feels like a test. (laughs) Yeah. So you can call it that, but it's not really a test. What it is, is that your subconscious mind knows exactly the pattern to stop you because that's where it stopped you before. So, in here, somewhere in there, in your subconscious, is locked in the thing that will make you stop. The one thing that will cause you to stop. So as you begin to change, it senses that you're changing, right? 
it starts to sense that the results are changing, that everything outside of yourself is beginning to change. So it sends this information in, and the warning bell goes off here. So what it starts doing is it starts showing you outside of yourself all the things that you need to, that will progressively get to the point where you eventually will stop. And it will keep increasing that problem until it gets to the point where it's like, I can't take it anymore, I'm stopping. That's what we call the terror barrier. Yep. Yep. It's stuff that you've never imagined in how it, how, in its appearance. Don't look at the appearance. Look at what it means to you. Right? How does it cause you to feel? What does it cause you to think? Because that's where the real key is. The face of it changes, can change frequently. You know what I mean? But it's what is it causing internally, the chaos that it's causing internally for yourself, that's getting you to shift your focus off of what you should be doing onto the problem. The thing, here's the damnedest thing about it. It always seems like the reasonable thing to do in the moment. You know, it'll create emergency or it'll make you sick or next thing you know, you'll be in a fight with your partner. You know, something in the house will break. I've known people that their energy is so strong that they literally will go around breaking electronic equipment with their energy. They just get next to it and they fry it. They can't wear a watch. They'll fry computers. Seriously, it's that strong. It's that strong. But it becomes the perfect excuse for them. Now, I can't do this now because i got to fix the refrigerator. This is the fourth one this year that I've fried. Yeah. Or they, some people will get into accidents. You know, they're tripping and spraining their ankle and breaking their leg and hitting a tree and backing into a shopping cart. I mean, it's just like one accident after another. But normally, they're not having that problem. Yes. Hi. I'm Fiona. So when these things are showing up, our job is to just keep an eye on the goal, on the decision that we have made and just keep going towards it? Yes. Okay. Why do you say, hmm? What does that mean? It means that's not what I've been do- doing. And it's really a lot simpler than what I have been, which is putting out fires. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you don't necessarily have to take care of whatever problem that you're subconsciously creating in your life, right? Because the problem is re- it's really happening, right? You're really experiencing it. So yes, you generally have to take care of it, but in order to break the pattern of it happening, you have to do both things simultaneously. Make sense? Who else had a question? None? Okay. All right, so let's get on to how I went through the 60,000 thing. The first thing that you have to understand about rapidly multiplying your income is that you have to have some belief that it's possible. That means here, subconsciously, you have to have a little bit of belief that that thing, that that increase in your income is possible. So here's typically what we do with people. The first thing that I want to know is I'll ask a person, what's the most that you've ever made in 12 months? It doesn't matter what the number is. It just tells me where they are with their belief system. So I was at 20,000. 
That's where I started, 20,000. I could not seem to break that number no matter what, right? I was working two jobs all the overtime that I could work, and at the end of the year, it was still right around 20K, right? So the first thing that I did was I went from 20,000 to 62,000, and in order to make that jump, what I found out that I did was I started playing with another number in my head. Now, if you'd have said to me when I was trying to make more than 20000 in the initial phases, if you said, well, do you believe you can go to 62, I'd have been like, no way. No way. I mean, that would have been like winning the lottery going to 62. There's just no way. I w- because I would have been thinking, what am I going to have to do to make 62000 and I didn't see myself having the skill sets to do anything to come even close to making 62000 I wanted to make forty, and I thought that it was going to take me 30 years to do that, right? Based on raises and that type of stuff. But what happened was I started moving closer to the 62 in my mind than I had been in the past because all of a sudden 40 became my focus. I kept thinking to myself, how can I get to 40? How can I get to 40? How can I get to 40? Now, to go from 20 to 62 is a pretty big jump. But to go from 40 to 62 is not that big of a jump. So I kept playing with the number 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. And what I did just by default was I narrowed the gap between 20 and 62. That's one of the reasons that allowed me to go 62 so fast. Because I was imagining 40 in my mind over and over and over again for almost a period of about a year. I kept thinking, if I could just get to 40, if I could just get to 40, if I could just get to 40, if I just get to 40. So I started to become comfortable with that number. So going to 62 from 40 was not that big of a jump. The next thing that you have to realize So what I did was I planted the seed there. I planted the seed there, okay? So ask yourself this question, and it doesn't matter what the number is. Put down the number that you would really love to make. If anything was possible right now, you could wave a magic wand over your life. What number would you like to make? And then you have to ask yourself, can you see yourself making that number? If the answer is no, you start backing it down until you get to the number that you can see yourself making, okay? Look at it like this. Let's say that you're making 20,000 here, but you really wanna get to a million here. But you can't see yourself making it. You're like, you know what, yes, ultimately I would like to get to a million, but I just can't see it in here. I just can't see it in my mind's eye, me making a million. Okay, so that's fine. Can you see yourself making 500,000? No. Okay. Can you see yourself making 100,000? Well, yeah, I think I might be able to see myself making 100. Well, then that's where we would start, right here. Because somewhere in your belief system, you believe that you can make 100. Now, where the kind of magic does come in is that if I was to take you from 20 to 100, by the time you got to 100, you'd believe you could go to a million. And we could make this jump like the twinkling of an eye because your belief system would change. See, there's a lot of belief that changes between here and here. Not much belief needs to change between here and here, though. Confidence in yourself, possibility, 
the idea that it works, doubt and worry, all that stuff disappears from here to here. Then it's just a matter from here to here, it's more about strategy. Right? Because when you go from 100, when you go from 20,000 to 100,000, most people approach this jump by working harder. To go from 100,000 to a million, that's self-defeating. That's why a lot of people barely get over. They get into like multiple six figures, but they will usually won't go beyond that without changing their thought process around how money has to come in. It is difficult to get to a million by working harder because it's not about trading time for money. A matter of fact, there's not enough hours in the day to get to a million, right? If you're, if you're approaching it from that strategy, that entirely has to shift. That's what allowed me to go from 60,000 a year to 60,000 a month. The whole strategy had to shift. My mentor kept saying to me, David, it's easier to make 60,000 a month than it is to make 60,000 a year. And I thought he was just being a smart ass. And I say to myself, it's easier for you, bastard. <laughs> you know? And I wasn't getting the message that he was trying to tell me, you're thinking about this hard. That's why you're not getting there. But Bob was a very interesting coach, at least in those days. He didn't give you too much because he really wanted you to come to the conclusion yourself. Because when you do, you own it. Right? So he would give me just enough to be dangerous. And then I have to figure the rest out for myself. And I literally struggled with this for about six months. I'm like, what, you know, what the hell is he telling me? And then one day I actually got it. Oh, it's easier. That's the key. It's easier. I'm approaching this from how much more work could I possibly do? And the answer was in front of me all along. And that month I went to 60000 a month. And never went backwards. Never. Then took it over a million. Then took it over a million a month. Never went backwards. See? It is easier. The more you make, the easier it is. The more you make, the easier it is. Because as you earn more, your belief system about what you can earn changes. Earning money is the easiest thing you will ever do once you start doing it. Arjun, stand up for a second, Arjun. Arjun has been a client of mine for quite a while, and one of the things that he said to me probably for the first year after he started really making money was, I can't believe how easy this actually is. <laughs> right? Arjun was one of those guys that literally gave me his last dime to come into one of our programs, and I think last year you said you made 165000 last month? Was, is that what it was? $156,000 last month. $156,000 last month. $156,000. Starting this month with a base projected income of $97,000, and then it's $97,000 plus whatever else we sell. Yeah. <laughs> it gets easier. Much easier. And the easier that you make it, the faster that you can grow it. See, if you're making 100000 a month and you're thinking, this is a hell of a lot easier than when I earned 100000 a year, if you want to get to 500000 a month, you have to make it a lot easier than it is 100000 a month. 
That's it for this episode of David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. If you're a business owner who's hearing more no's from ideal clients than expected, go now to www.salesstrategyreview.com to claim a complimentary one-on-one session with one of David's trained sales coaches and learn what you can do right now to accelerate your sales and income. We trust you enjoyed this edition of David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. And until next time, just believe.